0: Happy Friday friends, it's that time again, it's another Friday morning, and this morning I want you to do me a favor, grab a girlfriend and get her to listen to the podcast with you. Grab as many girlfriends as you can and share this with them, because this morning we're going to talk about what it's like when women are depressed. A lot of times, they don't know they're depressed. A lot of times, people don't even know that they're clinically depressed. And this morning, we're going to talk about some of the signs and symptoms of depression. So let's get started. Hey friends, welcome to Healing the Broken Mind podcast. Are you ready for our healing journey this morning? I hope you are. Today may be the day that God heals your broken mind. Let's get started. And now, let's hear a word from our sponsor. In the midst of all you have to do, it's okay to just take a moment. So, let's take a moment. Okay, friends, for our Take a Moment segment this morning, I just want to apologize ...for being missing in action last week. I took a break last week. I missed talking with you guys. And I apologize for not being there if you tuned in and didn't see a new episode. I hope you took the time to just scroll through some of our previous episodes... ...and um, let them bless you real good. So I'm back. I had to take a break. Mentally, I just needed a break. And from time to time, you need to give yourself permission just take a break i mean i was overwhelmed last week i had so much on my plate and i don't like to pour into somebody else when my vessel needs nourishment so that's a um a little tip for those of you that are working in the vineyard you can't pour into others when your vessel needs to be restored so it is better for those that you minister to and those that um Uh, seek your help and guidance, whatever you're doing, remember, you can't do it effectively if your vessel is is not in the top shape that it needs to be in. And last night, I mean, not last night, last week I used wisdom and I took a break and I just rest my mind so I can be refreshed and restored and come back this week and pour into you. So that God can get the glory, and those that need to be bent, need the um, that will benefit from my voice will get the best of me and not um, a part of me. You know, I always want to give hundred percent. So that's my take a moment segment this morning. I'm back, <laughs> okay, guys. So let's get started. Okay, friends, so let's get started. We're going to talk about women and depression today. Now, let me just put a little disclaimer here. I am not a therapist or a counselor. I don't have a degree in counseling or therapy. Um, I'm just a girl who's been through, who's suffered from mental illness for many years. It has made me um, a great researcher trying to find out why I was going through what I was going through and I realized as I was going through my journey that there wasn't a lot of spaces where you could hear about other people experiencing what I was going through and this is just a way to help those that were going through um, that are, are dealing with depression, anxiety, or any type of mental illness and just want to hear something encouraging or information that you don't readily get. Sometimes you don't have the mental capacity to get online and Google things. I know I, some days I didn't have the strength to read up on information or dial someone's number. So this podcast is for those people that Just need someone to bring the information to them. I'm your girl. I'm that girl for you. If you want to describe me as anything, you can call me a mental health advocate. I advocate for people that are suffering from mental illness. I try to promote mental uh, mental illness awareness. I do my best to try to assist people in any way I can. And most importantly, I direct you to a therapist or a counselor so that you can get professional help so I just want to put that out there so um, no one assumes that I'm trying to operate in a role that I'm not qualified to be in I will um, tell you where I get my information from because that's just me because I'm an avid researcher and I believe in um, not plagiarizing <laughs> But that's, I just wanted to put that out there before we get started on the signs and symptoms that you need to look for. Uh, most of the information that I share with you is from my own experience. It's not something someone told me. It's things that I've actually lived through and experienced myself. And I want to be able to share it with others so they can recognize that it's not just them. They're not alone, that someone else has gone through this and it's my way of giving back. So that I can help someone get through um, the journey that they're on. Alright, now that I've gotten that out of the way, let's get to our topic. Okay friends, so let's talk about the signs and symptoms. I'm going to say some of the signs and symptoms. Because no matter what the illness is, there you can never cover every sign and symptom. But some of the major signs and symptoms of depression... And I find this in my experience as well is one of the main things. I know a lot of people hear about sadness and having the blues and feeling really down. But the number one thing I've noticed is people that are depressed seem to retreat within themselves. They become more isolated. I can tell you from experience that I was very isolated. Um, I didn't want really to be around anyone. I really um just talked as little as possible. I I didn't really want to be bothered. You kind of just want to, um, do, I, I, I just wanted to come home from work, get home. It was like my home was my safe space and I just wanted to shut everything else out. Um, another, uh, symptom is you sleep a lot. You tend to just want to sleep. It's not just because you're sleepy, but, a lot of times what people don't understand is that mental illness drains you, not just mentally, but physically. You physically feel exhausted and tired. And a lot of times you don't understand why you're tired. I, I remember saying, why am I so exhausted? I mean, I just felt like a weight was on me. I could hardly... um function I didn't want to do anything and we know we all have days like that but when we're talking in the sense of depression we're talking about this type of thing happening over a longer a long period of time Um, a few weeks um, that's an alarm if you are feeling that way for more than a few weeks it's time to seek help it's time to get professional help another thing is your appetite either you lose your appetite Or you gain, you begin to eat more. Because a lot of times we we soothe our bodies by eating more. And sometimes we can be so depressed that we don't want to eat. So it can be either either or those two extremes. Another symptom um, you might pay attention to is um, your behavior, your personality. I mean, people might say, what's wrong with you? You know, you're not acting like yourself. And a lot of times I was like, I mean, what do you mean? I just, you be, sometimes you become more reserved because you really don't want to be there. Um, It's one of, that's the only way I can kind of describe that. You get into this mode where you're just like, I I don't really want to be here. You're just ready to go home and get into your cocoon. Okay, another key sign of depression is when a person loses their motivation. Um, you'll notice when a person kind of acts like, they don't really care. Um, they, they don't care about what they're wearing. They don't really care, um, about their clothes. I mean, a person like me, I love clothes. I like to look nice. And when I was suffering from depression and anxiety, I just didn't care what I wore. Yes, I got up and I got dressed. I was what you would call functioning i um, high functioning, um, a person that was depressed and um, suffered from anxiety, but I was high functioning. I went to work, meaning I went to work, came home, and if you didn't really know me well, you would never assume that something was wrong. You would just think um, I was in a hurry to get home or something, and that is one of the um, key symptoms of depression. You have to really pay attention to people because it's so easy to camouflage. It's so easy to pretend that everything is okay. It's so easy to mask your true feelings when you're depressed that um, your family and friends may not pick up on it right away. Okay, so let's go over some of the symptoms I've already mentioned before. I mentioned isolation. People become more isolated. They don't want to be bothered. They don't want to be around anyone. I remember it was really hard for me to be around my family. That was a trigger for me. Um, And I know my family was like, why she don't come to social gatherings, a family gathering? That was a big trigger for me. And I really didn't know how to explain it to them. Or I would go and I couldn't stay long because it was really trigger a place in me and I I just wasn't healed yet. Um, And sometimes you have instances like that and your family and friends may not quite understand what's happening with you. Those are red flags that you need to uh, look at more closely and understand where is this coming from? Why am I feeling like this? Especially if it's going on for a prolonged period of time. Okay. And then I mentioned your sleeping habits. Um, I mentioned your eating habits may change. Um, And of course, some of these symptoms match a lot of other things. But just think about them as a lot of these symptoms together. Most of the time, some of these symptoms are um, happening at the same time is what I'm trying to say. So you know that there's something wrong. Um, Another thing I mentioned is. Uh, your motivation. You tend to lose motivation to do anything. I mean, I remember for a period of time my house just looked like a cluttered mess because I just had no motivation to do anything. I didn't have the physical strength and mentally I was just so drained until I just didn't have the um, strength to, to do anything. And that's the only way I can describe it because it's really hard to articulate sometimes, but depression really depresses you. It makes you feel uh, like there's there's a heavy weight and the word and the Bible gives us a scripture for that. He said um, the the uh, God gives us a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. so uh we we I know it's hard to think about that when you're going through depression. But you have to actually praise your way through depression. And I'll talk about that later on in our Bible study this today. But you have to pay attention to the signs and symptoms so you know when it's time for you to get help. Okay, friends, keep in mind that this is a short podcast, so there's no way I can cover every single sign and symptom of depression. There are many signs, but I try to cover some of the major signs and symptoms that we need to pay attention to, either within ourselves or if we notice with some of our close friends and family members. And I say close friends and family members because it is so easy to go uh, for these signs and symptoms to go unnoticed. I mean, you may not know your best friend's sleeping habit, but if you call her a lot and you notice that she's gotten into bed the last few weeks at five o'clock in the afternoon, I'm exaggerating, of course, but, you know, at a time when you know she's normally not in the bed or just little signs that we don't, we tend to... Chalk it off as oh, she must be really tired today, but she she can't be really tired, uh, for five six weeks. Some something's not right. It's little things like that. As as friends and family members, we need to take notice of. And I'm not making it your responsibility, but I'm just saying, as uh, people that have loved ones that may be going through depression, and you notice things outside of their normal. Um, behavior I think you it, it it's worth taking a look or asking them how they're doing you know um, and not just accepting the oh I'm all right because I the, I said that all the time I'm good and inside I was just miserable couldn't really express what I was feeling you know um, be that person that says girl you know you can talk to me about anything and truly mean that without judgment. Make your friend or family member feel like you're open. Whatever they're feeling, whatever they may be, um, going through that you're not there to judge them. You just want to be there for them. You know, don't do it in a pushy way, but be that person that's, um, convinces them that you're going to be there and then follow through with your, um, promise to be there for them. Um, more than anything, they need to know that they have someone supportive and is not gonna, um, you know, make offhanded comments like, girl, you just not praying enough. You just not doing enough. Don't judge people. Just be there for them, love on them. And most importantly, pray for your friend and your family member. A lot of times they don't know what's going on with them. So just be the supportive person in their life. And, and reach out. Be the one to reach out to your friend. If if they, you know someone calls you every every um, day and you don't hear from them in a few days, check on them. Don't wait for them to contact you all the time. Call them. You know, text them. Sometimes people don't want to talk. Text them. Um, I'm, I'm a big texter. I, I'm not one of those people that chat on the phone a lot. But if you text me, you know, I will respond. And sometimes that's what someone needs. They just need a text or something to assure them. Leave them a voicemail that says, girl, I'm just checking on you. I love you. You know, I just wanted to see how you was doing. Sometimes people just need to know that there are others that care about them. You can't believe the negative thoughts that goes through a person's mind when they're suffering from depression and anxiety and different types of mental illness. So you need to um, be that voice of calm and assurance to them. No, I'm not asking you to be their therapist, but encourage them to see a therapist or a counselor and um, just be the voice of encouragement to that person. Stay tuned for our one-minute Bible study. Okay, friends, welcome to our one-minute Bible study this morning. This morning, we're going to be reading Isaiah, the 61st chapter, verses 1 through 3. And I'm going to read it from the King James Version. I love the King James because it just, the reading of this makes is poetic and it makes better sense in this version um, and it starts from the first verse it says the spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has a, anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound S- verse 2 says to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to mourn to comfort all that mourn verse 3 says to appoint unto them that moan in zion to give unto them beauty for ashes the all of joy for mourning the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they may be called trees of righteousness and trees of righteousness the planting of the lord that he might be glorified i want to concentrate on the third verse because I mentioned earlier about God giving you a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. I don't want you to take that out of context and think that that is all you have to do. I want you to focus on another word in that verse. It says, To appoint. It says, He will appoint unto you the all of joy for mourning. When you're mourning, He will give you all of joy. And then it says for the spirit of heaviness, he will appoint to you a garment of praise. What does it mean when you appoint something? It's something you you give to another person. You decree it over them. Um, if you look up the definition for appoint, it, it, you can place a certain authority on someone. If someone is appointed to a position... Well, what does it mean when God's a, God will appoint the garment of praise to you? It means He will, He will decree, it. He will speak praise over you. He will, He will proclaim a praise, a garment of praise. It's like Him putting a physical garment of praise over you to lift the spirit of heaviness. The spirit of heaviness is another word for depression. He will place upon you. Really, it means in you, a praise. If you would seek him, if you would ask him for the help that you need, God will place a garment of praise in you, on you, however you want to see it. But just think about a garment of praise. What does that mean? It means that God will give you the ability to praise your way. Through what you're going through, you said, "Girl, I don't feel like doing anything. I can't even think right now. I, I, I'm so burdened down. I'm so weighed down. I don't have the energy to even open my mouth." You don't have to, my sister. God will appoint you a garment of praise. Hallelujah. That means He will, He will give you that that uh, unction that. By the power of the Holy Ghost, he will give it to you. And all of a sudden, you begin to want to praise him. Hallelujah. That's what that verse is talking about. I'm going to appoint to you. The garment of praise. I'm going to clothe you in it. And all of a sudden, when you thought you couldn't praise your way through this, you will begin to praise. You will begin to feel a praise coming out of your belly. The Bible says, Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And all of a sudden, you begin to praise your way. And eventually, that spirit of heaviness is going to fall off. That's the power of God when we seek Him. And ask him for help. But while you're in prayer, remember that God will never leave you nor forsake you. I pray that you will trust him, friends, and know that God wants to heal you in every place that hurts. And he will give you a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. God bless you, friends. Friends, if you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I invite you to believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead and confess with your mouth that He is Lord. And the Bible says, you shall be saved. The verses come from Romans 9 and 10, and I'm going to read it to you so you can hear what it says. It says, if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. We Christians call this being saved or becoming a believer. And it's just that simple to believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. And then to say it out loud that you believe this. And the Bible says you are now saved. And what's even one more wonderful than this, you become a part of the body of Christ instantly. And he doesn't stop there. He gives you a chance to be filled with the Spirit of God. We call it the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost. And it helps us to live the life that we God wants us to live here on the earth until he returns. Friends, it's very simple. Salvation is not complicated. God loves you and he wants you to be free to live a life without bondage and without pain and without heartache knowing that you can trust in him. But the first step is to believe and then God will do the rest. So the soul will accept him as your savior and know that he is Lord and he's willing to heal everything that's broken in your life. If you have any questions about this, friends, please feel free to reach out to me. Friends, I pray that you've been blessed this morning. I pray that you got something out of this that can help you or help you to help someone that may be depressed. Or maybe going through something. That you can reach out and you. this has somehow equipped you to be uh, helpful. To help someone that may be going through depression. I pray, pray that you got something out of the Bible study. And I pray that you keep in mind that you can pray. And you can seek God for answers. But you can also get therapy and counseling. You, cannot, you don't have to do one or the other. You can do both. I pray that God shines his love and his light upon you and that you always remember that God loves you and he truly wants to heal your broken mind in every place that you're broken. Happy Friday, friends.